And welcome into another episode of American Ag Today, produced by the American Ag Network. I'm your host, Jesse Allen. Well, the Supreme Court heard arguments in a long-running fight over the WOTUS rule and when wetlands or waters of the U.S. under the Clean Water Act and require EPA permits. It all came down to whether the term adjacent in law means a wetland that abuts a navigable water, which the plaintiffs argue could be eyeballed or simply one nearby or with a significant subsurface connection, as the government argued. But how nearby? This exchange between Justice Neil Gorsuch and the government's attorney, Brian Fletcher. Couldn't be three miles? I don't think it could, Justice. Could Gorsuch. it be two miles? That, again, when we start to talk about miles, that sounds too far to be a, to re, one mile approximate to me. Again, and I, I see where this is headed, but but again, I think <laughs> highlighting the confusion over Congress's intent and whether the high court should revisit an earlier test by a court plurality to use only surface water connections as the standard. Attorney Damien Schiff for the Sackets, fighting EPA for years to build a home near a lake in Idaho, argued for that simpler surface test. It's an easy to administer test. Ordinary citizens can use their own eyes to reliably determine whether or not their land is regulated. While Fletcher for the government claimed Congress intended certain carve-outs. We're going to carve out certain activities like farming and ranching. We're going to transfer permitting authority over some wetlands to the states. Liberal justices, including newest member Kentaji Brown-Jackson, seem to side with the government's interest in protecting the environment. Conservatives with protecting landowners, uncertain if they need a permit. Here's Justice Gorsuch. So if the federal government doesn't know, how is a person subject to criminal time in federal prison supposed to know? Leaving the nation's highest court and the Biden EPA revisiting Trump-era WOTUS reforms to again decide how expansive EPA power is in regulating wetlands. Now, the National Cattlemen's Beef Association called on the Environmental Protection Agency to pause their Waters of the United States rulemaking. The action followed Monday's Supreme Court oral arguments in the case Sackett versus EPA, a case that will determine the EPA's authority to regulate bodies of water under the Clean Water Act. NCBA's Caitlin Glover says, quote, we call on the EPA to suspend their rulemaking until the outcome of the case is clear, end quote. In April, NCBA filed an amicus brief before the Supreme Court calling for a new test for determining whether a water feature fell under the jurisdiction of the Clean Water Act. NCBA's argument would allow the government to protect substantial bodies of water while preventing overreach on small, isolated agricultural water features. NCBA also commented on the Biden administration's proposed Waters of the U.S. rule. NCBA calls for this rulemaking to halt until the Supreme Court issues a ruling in the Sackett versus EPA case. And next up here on American Ag Today, we take a trip back to the Farm Progress Show back in Boone, Iowa, where we talked with Justin Welch of Syngenta to learn more about the recently launched Golden Harvest GHX mobile app. Here is that interview with Justin Welch. Joining us now, Justin Welch, head of digital ag for Syngenta, and we're talking about the new GHX app by Golden Harvest. Justin, good to uh, catch up with you. Hope you're enjoying the uh, Farm Progress Show so far. Yeah, it's going great. We've had a great crowd the last two days, and for us, and Golden Harvest and GHX has been really exciting with the new app launch. It's been something we've been working on for a couple years, and uh, it became a reality this week. And so we're excited for farmers to get their hands on it and see how we're going to help them minimize risk and maximize revenue on their farms. Well, you know, with the technological world we're in, I mean, apps are kind of the way of the future, right? And a lot of farmers are really embracing all the technology that can come with an app on their phone. So let's dive in a little bit more. Talk the GHX app. What are some of the big features that you guys are really excited about with this app? 
Yeah, the one thing about GHX that is pretty unique is the whole model in which we actually work with farmers as a whole. And it really relies on this relationship between sellers and growers working together to make sure they have a great experience when they buy Golden Harvest Seeds. And so in the app, when a grower logs in on the main screen, they're gonna see things like markets and weather. We know that people have other apps to do those same things. We've got them in the same place so that they can, they can reference them at the same time, along with yield predictions. And so we're able to pull all that together for a grower to have a daily one-stop shop for their running their business in the summer. But then also the cool thing is we built in the way that they actually transact with us. If we're working with them on certain hybrids or populations, they can see what their invoice or proposals are. They can go pay their bill. If they want to sign it for 0% financing, they can do it in five minutes right inside the app. So it's not just a digital ag tool. It's a holistic view of how we can help them run their business. Isn't it amazing how, you know, just a few years ago even, like, growers were having to pull data from this website, that website, nothing was all in one place and it maybe it was a bit of a headache. And now you guys are putting everything under one platform with one app on your smartphone. Sure. I, I actually believe that there's about seven apps built into this app. So for a grower, you can almost eliminate some noise on your phone by having a one-stop shop to see all those things you want to check out. Yeah, fantastic. So growers want to look at, you know, getting the GHX app from Golden Harvest. I'm sure downloading it. What What's all the steps that they're going to have to take? Yep. So it's live on the App Store for Apple and it's also on Google Play. So if you're Android, it works on a tablet, works on all phone devices. And so all, all devices that are iOS or Google are ready to go. If they're interested, they need an invitation. They can download the app for free, cost you no money but you're gonna need a Golden Harvest or GHX representative to invite you to the app. And they'll help you get your account created. And then we have this group called Farm Success Managers. It's a group of young agronomists that join the organization. They're gonna help people learn how to use the app. So if you're not very tech savvy, this group of young people are gonna be able to help you learn how to do it on your own too. And again, that was our interview talking with Justin Welch of Syngenta back at the Farm Progress Show in Boone, Iowa, back at the end of August about the new GHX mobile app from Golden Harvest. You can learn more by going online or contacting your local Golden Harvest representative. Well, the National Pork Producers Council late last week welcomed a federal ruling upholding the Department of Agriculture's new swine inspection system. A federal judge in California upheld the program, which NPPC says incentivizes investment in new technologies while ensuring a safe supply of wholesome American pork. In a statement, the organization says, quote, pork producers use science-based approaches to continuously improve and modernize their practices to ensure product quality and consistency and their workforce's health and safety, end quote. However, opponents who filed the lawsuit argue the rule greatly undermines the ability of federal inspectors to protect consumers from foodborne illnesses by fully inspecting hog carcasses and instead allows plant employees with little training to take over several steps. The lawsuit was filed by Food and Water Watch, Center for Food Safety, and the Humane Farming Association. Center for Food Safety senior attorney Amy Van Son says, quote, we can only hope we don't see more foodborne illness, end quote, because of the ruling. And lastly, here on American Ag Today, for the second straight week, gas prices climbed higher with the nation's average gas price posting a rise of 11.1 cents from a week ago to 3.78 per gallon. The national average is up 0.4 cents from a month ago and 59.8 cents higher than a year ago. However, the national average price of diesel declined 2.9 cents in the last week and stands at 4.86 per gallon. 
That's going to do it for today's episode of American Ag Today. Coming up tomorrow, a conversation with Dr. Paul Sundberg, Executive Director of the Swine Health Information Center. You've been listening to American Ag Today, produced by the American Ag Network. I'm Jesse Allen, wishing you a great day.